When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to yet another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammack, better known as Mental Illness, across all social media platforms. All social media platforms, including Facebook now, y'all. My Facebook page is growing. Um, this is the first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I am a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform all over social media, again, <laughs> to raise awareness for NPD get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims and survivors of said disorder. Today's episode is going to be about crossing the threshold, why some people are still in toxic relationships that they know they shouldn't be in. Um, I know the trauma bond exists, y'all. I know what I mean by crossing the threshold is like some people haven't reached that limit when they're the limit of emotional or physical abuse to leave a toxic relationship. And a lot of times when like I'm I'm talking to people over Zoom and things like that. So I understand it, y'all. I understand the trauma bond and all the other good stuff. And sometimes it can be frustrating, especially when you know, when there's a lot of friends and family involved when people decide to stay in these toxic situations. They're like, "Why did they stay? They know what they're dealing with, especially if they're dealing with a narcissist and they've researched about narcissistic abuse. They've re- they've done the research about toxic relationships. They've been in toxic relationships before that they've successfully escaped. They've done, they've done the research. They've read the books. They're watching YouTube videos. You know, they've actually talked to me one on one. Some people I've spoken to have actually spoken to like Dr. Romney before one on one, and I think they've done some stuff with HG Tutor as well. They've spoken to other people dealing with narcissists, and they still stay in these relationships. And people, it blows people's minds, it, and it's tough, especially if you are a friend of somebody like that. Like you, like I talked to, um, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> I talked to someone this morning, and they were saying they are they are a friend of somebody that's in a toxic narcissist relationship that they, that they know about. They this person, this person in particular, escaped her their own toxic relationship. I keep saying they y'all. It's a non-binary person I spoke with this morning, so I'm trying to I make sure I try to respect the pronouns. Um, they were in their own toxic relationship that they escaped, but their friend is in one that is kind of being willfully in it. And I tell them all the time, I was like, "Look, people have to cross that threshold, and it's super frustrating. It is like me personally. You know, I don't really get attached emotionally to a lot of people anyway. I'm a narcissist. That's just, emotional attachments don't come easy for me. So. I can emotionally detach from people like that, but I understand what I understand it because I'm a narcissist. I know the trauma bond exists. I know it. I know how to instill the trauma bond. I know repeat we we instill the trauma bond by doing stuff repeatedly to you, by the ups and downs, the highs and lows, the making you never making us remember memorable, and making sure you never can forget us. Like we put ourselves into your lives, like we entangle ourselves up into your lives so much so that it's hard to get us untangled. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's like having somebody else thread a strand of their hair through your hair. Like you see, I got dreads. Have imagine somebody th- putting a strand of their hair through my dread. It'd be hard as hell for me to work that out, though. Correct? Yes. So some people have to work that out. It takes, and in some situations, it takes longer 
than other situations. It just does. Point blank, period. And I know it can be super frustrating when you're dealing with a friend that's going through something like this or your mom or your dad or your brother or sibling or somebody like that or a co-worker that you're cool with. You know what I mean? It can be tough watching somebody go through that and they're like, why don't they leave? They know, they know, they know about the trauma bond. They, you know, they've read Lisa Sonny's book, the trauma bond recovery journal. They've done the work. They've been through courses. They've been through meetings and guess what? They still stay. And it's super frustrating. It's frustrating to me too. Y'all. Even though I understand it, it still frustrates me that I can tell that I can talk to people and have long conversations with them, hour, hour and a half conversations with them over zoom and they disappear on me. I tell them I get, I provide them all the knowledge. I provide them everything that they need, and they still stay. Sometimes, it's, sometimes it's, it's financial. Sometimes it's sexual. Whatever, whatever the reason is, they haven't crossed that threshold. So, and some people I've spoken to have been through the literally. I I don't know what else that person can do other than unalive them. But literally every single thing, like physical abuse, mental, cheating, you know, financial, stealing stuff. Like drugs, like like yeah, I'm talking about. I I couldn't, I can't think of anything that they haven't been through together, or that 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 person has put them through. Getting kicked out of apartments, police involved, arrested, jail. You know, still together, still going back to this person. Like the person, like I spoke to a young lady. Like literally, the person threw her through a wall. She called the police on him. He faked a heart attack. And the, the, the paramedics and them knew that he was faking it. Like people don't, this is this is not heart attack symbols. Like I think he's faking because he threw you through a wall. And then he turned around and just started crying. But she didn't want to press charges, so he stayed and she stayed with him. And the, in situations like that, the police will be hesitant to go back to the address because they know what happened. They're like, well, we've been to this address five times before. You don't want to get this person arrested. What can we do? Do you know what I mean? There's nothing we can do. We can arrest this person, but they'll be back over here sooner or later. Some people have not crossed that threshold, and that threshold is different. Um, if you read, uh, T- Taylor Higgins has a book uh, called Between the Stitchings, and I've, I haven't read the book per se, but I, I've heard a lot of people say that her, th- her like she's been through a lot with her person. I think her, per- I think her person, her ex narcissist person, was a famous athlete or something like that. And I think he was doing the whole cheating stuff like that, and she stayed through it all. She was staying through it all. And the simplest thing made her cross her threshold. She said one day uh, he went and got a cup of coffee or something like that. And she asked him to get one and he refused. He's like, no, get your own. And that was it for her. That was, That's what it took for her to cross the threshold. She's like, well, this person I forget, I forgive him for doing the most heinous things to me. Can't even bother to give me a cup of coffee. And it was something as simple as that that helped her cross the threshold. And that's like I said, her, her name is Taylor Higgins. It's T-A-Y-L-O-R. H I G G I N S and her book is called Between the Stitchings. It's, it's a great book. It's on Amazon. Um, it's a great book from what I've heard. I need to order it and read it, y'all. I need to, I need to show support. Um, yeah, that was her moment right there. She said her moment was like literally he wouldn't get her a cup of coffee, and that made her cross her threshold. And she just left after that. That was that was when she started her disconnect right there, right then and there. So you just never know what moment in time that, that that person will cross that threshold. You just don't know. Like when it, 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 you can't force them to either. You can't force them to see the threshold. Like here's the threshold, cross it. You know, because they can see the threshold, they can walk up to it, and they can turn around and walk away. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And yes, a lot of times the reason behind it is yeah, the science behind it says you've been traumatically bonded to that person. You know. 
you have you've been traumatically bonded to this narcissistic toxic person so you you know it's harder for you to want to cross that threshold y'all have been through y'all have been through so much in your brain you said we've been through all of this stuff but again i always ask you like ask you like postulate the question ask you like, what did i just do ask you like i put two words together uh, <laughs> ask you like i meant to say postulate but i'm gonna just keep it simple say it. i always ask people to question ask themselves the question um did you go through it together or did they put you through it? Because that distinction is extremely important. Like, did y'all go through it together or were you put through it? Like, did y'all go through this drug addiction together or did they get addicted to the drugs and put you through it? Did they did y'all go through this alcohol this alcoholism together or did they get or did they become an alcoholic and put you through it? Did y'all go through this physical abuse together or did they just start beating on you and put you through it? Did y'all go through this? You know, sometimes they S-A you while you're together. And I, S-A means S-E, you know, the assault. That's S-assault. Um, did y'all go through it together or did they put you through it? Did they take it from you? You know what I mean? The cheating. Did y'all cheat together? Did you cheat as well? Or did they cheat on you and they put you through it? Ask yourself that question. People have to figure out a reason. Uh, you have to have, you have to create enough pain and have enough leverage on yourself to leave this situation. And like I said, something as simple as uh, getting, refusing to get a cup of coffee can push people over their ledge right there. Can push, can apply enough leverage. It, it can be so simple, but that person has to find it on their own. You can push, you can show, you can give them different examples and stuff like that. And a lot of times, you know, the um, the person I spoke to this morning. They, you know, they don't want to abandon their friends, so they're gonna, they're, they're still gonna be there for their friend and whatnot. You know what I mean? So, but they're, they're gonna put boundaries up. The, but the best thing, if you're in that situation where you know a friend is going through that stuff, and you don't want to cut them off. You have to put healthy boundaries up to protect your own mental health. You don't want to be somebody else's emotional dumping bag, you mean emotional dump or emotional punching bag, where they come emotionally just dump on you about the same situation over and over and over and over again because that'll weigh on you. They don't just weigh on you. It will. It just 100% will weigh on you. Do you want that to weigh on you? You don't want that on your conscience? No, you don't want that on your conscience. You want to be doing other stuff. You know what I mean? You don't want to abandon your friends. Sometimes you sometimes you have to go no contact with your friends because sometimes you can play the position of enabler where you listen to it all the time. You're like, you're the, you're the, you're the shoulder for them to crown. You know, your shoulder wet. Wipe your shoulder off. You know, you're the ear for them to listen to. Your ear hurts. Your eardrums busted. Sometimes you got to protect yourself and protect your peace. You know, you can't force them to cross that threshold because that threshold. When I say crossing the threshold, I mean that the the thing that makes that causes them to break the trauma bond. And sometimes the pain is too great to leave. Sometimes it hurts to leave. I know, it's like people just like it's gonna be some, the mental anguish of the trauma bond is gonna be it. It's just not just mental. You're gonna you're gonna have some physical symptoms a lot of times. It's like it's like a drug withdrawal. This person is in your system. You know, you, you might go to a padded room and bounce around a little bit because it's gonna hurt. But it's going to hurt to stay, too. Now, that's when I come to the situation arises where I tell people to choose your heart. Pick your pain. Leaving incurs some pain and staying incurs some pain. Leaving is hard. Staying is hard. But one heart is different than the other heart because one heart gives you the option to choose, to be happy again, to actually choose happiness and be happy again after you, and after you go through the pain. You have to feel the pain because that pain lets you know you're alive. Once you start feeling pain, you're dead. You mean, you might be emotionally dead. You, you know what I'm saying? And you, emotional death comes way before physical death. It just does. So what what are you willing to do? Are you willing to, like I said, leaving causes the pain, but leaving, leaving causes pain, but that pain will subside eventually because you have the chance of happiness and being happy again and choosing yourself. Staying causes pain, and that pain will be continuous through the rest of your existence 
in this relationship dynamic. It just will. It doesn't go away unless you unless someone some you just start the process and then become numb to it. Like I'm just be numb to the pain. I don't want to feel. I don't feel anything anymore. Ouch. That's not a way to live. This doesn't sound like a good way to live, y'all. But you have to take your power back. It's only like, like I say. I don't make it seem like this is just. Yeah, it is on you. I'm not trying to make it seem like anything. It is on you. It's your life. I can't live your life for you. The only thing I can do is provide the information for you and the cues and the clues and tell you what I would do in this situation as a narcissist. And I'm also very good at listening and, and, and analyzing stuff like that. So y'all want to do a one-on-one with me? I know I do them over Zoom. I'm very, very good at it. I talk to people all the time, like literally almost every single day. Um, the link is always in the bio of my, you know, the link is in the description of all my YouTube videos. And the link is also in the bio of all my um, TikToks, Instagrams, YouTubes, and the Spotify, Apple Music as well. Anyways, y'all, whatever it takes for you to cross that threshold, get there. Whatever it takes. I'm not telling you to do, to take them out of this planet, not to take their lives. Like, I cross a threshold by you know, beheading them. Don't do that. You know, <laughs> cross a threshold by choosing you and picking yourself. Break that trauma bond. You start by doing stuff for yourself. You know, give back to you. What have you done for your emotional health lately? Meditate. Give back to yourself. Give, be at peace. You know, work out. Do, some, do something for your mental health. Do something for your mental health today. Don't just don't just listen to me. Do something for your mental health today. Anyways, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I really truly appreciate every single one of y'all. Because guess what, y'all? As much as I learn from you, I mean, as much as y'all learn from me, I learn even more from you because I got this video idea from the one-on-one I did this morning. Um, so I'm thankful crossing that threshold. Anyways, y'all, thank you. and that was like an hour ago, y'all. I just, I'm telling y'all, this stuff comes off the top of my head. This is like I don't, I don't pre-plan these videos. I just have a topic and I go. I just have a topic and I go. I don't know what direction they're gonna go. My thoughts just flow, like you said, asculate. <laughs> I don't know where it's coming from. Anyways, y'all, I really truly appreciate y'all. Like and subscribe for more. Turn on your notifications. I truly thank you. I'm just thankful, y'all. Mental illness is out. Peace. And my podcast is, you know, I'm super grateful for y'all as well. If you haven't already, follow the YouTube channel. Yeah, I post videos every single day on there. I, I, you get one podcast a day, but you get at least four to seven YouTube videos every single day. I'm thankful for y'all. Hit that five stars on Apple if you have, uh, haven't already. Mental illness is up. Peace.